This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. You adjust. You make the adjustments. Yeah. Deal SR- with it. SRDs, bro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's still that's, that's one of my favorite shorthands S my D bro Chew S, chew S my D <laughs> F U S my D man Ugh, Been S and D's all day I'm exhausted <laughs> F U S my D is a good personalized license plate <laughs> I wonder if you can get away with that one Or just S my D oh. S my D B469 <laughs> I, I saw one one time. N E one four six nine. Yeah, sure, got, sure. Got one in Pull there. Pull over. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just trying to get my face in your butt and get on with our day. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, what's popping <clears throat> off, dude? Oh, just got. I was I was in uh, Washington and Montana. Mm-hmm. Last week, where did we record from? Where was I? I don't know where what you were. I don't know where you were at. Neither do I. Were you? Uh, no, I think I was in uh, Washington. You were, you were in Washington. Yeah, yeah, I had, had not Mel's gone. Law. You were not far from there. Yeah, and then I went to Bozeman and Missoula. Had a great time. Okay. Had a great time. They got a nice little club in Bozeman called Last Best Comedy. New club, mm-hmm. but it's great. Good vibes there, and they they uh, the folks. In Missoula, the Bone Dry Comedy Crew put on a good show for me there. Very thankful. Nice. It was a good little run. Cool, and, man. Uh, and yeah, I just got done doing three nights with Jawbreaker, with the band Jawbreaker. And yeah. uh, I have to apologize to everybody that tried to come see me in Portland because I went on at 640 and all the website and the tickets of the show started at 7. So. Oh, that's great. I performed to the lighting guy and the sound guy and the merch was people. There really no, did, were the doors even open? The doors opened at 6. The show started at uh-huh. 7, which, you know, people wind up showing up late anyway. But I would have yeah. at least liked a fighting chance to yeah. go on at 7. Uh, not the band's fault. I mean, and then it's like, I don't want to make a stink. I'm just doing 15 minutes. I'm not going to make a big yeah. deal about it. But I, I felt bad. I know, like, especially Saturday, people were like, wait, you went on already? I'm like, yeah, it was 15 minutes. And then Seattle, I went on. There's a lot of people there. I wish I had a better set in Seattle. I was kind of mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous, didn't know exactly. I was like, I tried to start doing, like, my set. I'm like, oh, no, man, you kind of just got to tailor it to this crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um. Com- but, uh, comedy opening weird. for music, like it looks great on paper. It looks good on a poster. Hey, I'm opening for this band, but whew, the few times I've done it and the few times I've seen it, it's um, yeah. it, it's just two totally different vibes. I think it can be done. Um, you know, you got to change your expectations if you're the comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be. It's that people didn't get warm. I mean, I didn't even get like, hey, this guy just walked onto the stage. Oh really? But yeah, because that's not even a God Mike intro. No, or because that's well, that's how the bands do it. The bands just walk yeah. out. But yeah, I was also on. I, I was making 
my, I was making fun of the, <clears throat> of the lineup. Something like, it's also like nineties Rob's was Jawbox and Jawbreaker, two big bands. And then this band called, uh, <clears throat> Team Dresh. Uh, but it was like, I was trying to like make fun of stuff, but dude, like a lot of these nineties, fuck old nineties alt people. They're like the mm-hmm. Japanese soldiers that didn't know the war's over. <laughs> It's like you can like you know it's 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 not uncool to enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you still think like you're the intellectual rockers and the uh, band and it was like the bands I mean, honestly the 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 tour is going to be great. They have got amazing lineups uh, coming up, but this one was definitely the the This was the lineup for the people with graduate degrees. Like Jawbox Jawbox is like a 5-4 time post hardcore. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, like you're not trying to finger bang to that music. <laughs> you know, it's not the hey everybody, we got six people at a Toyota Corolla laughing our ass off in the drive-through at Wendy's kind of party stuff. Uh, <laughs> so I was making fun of that. Uh, you know, saying that they sounded like homework. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being, oh. but I was, I was just making fun of myself because I'm like, yeah, I'm too dumb for this lineup, man. Like, I, I'm like, this is all good bands, but like, I feel like an idiot. I said, Jawbreaker is doing the Dear You album, which I'm like, I'm like, that one, I didn't get that album because my parents are still mm-hmm. married. So, <laughs> like, I listen to, I listen to ska music, man. I'm trying to have a good time. The world's miserable. Oh. So, I was like, trying to make jokes like that. And it was, it was that the people that were there early enough were there early because I was up first. They they came like I think to at least see me, and then like it was nice that the the people and the like the crew and everybody and the people working at the venues seemed genuinely uh, to enjoy it. But I I just wish I would have mm. been able to go up at the time that you know the show started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that always helps. But yeah, that was the last three. I got back to town Thursday from Montana and then dropped off the van and picked up the car just to drive up to Seattle because uh, that gas is a little bit expensive out there. I don't know if, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, anybody's talked about it. but those, I don't think so. Was those gas, those gas prices went up a little bit. Hmm. Man, it's crazy. That's cra- it's it's crazy. Yeah. Cra- crazy stuff, man. It's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> But that was it, and now I'm back. We had uh, took old took old creepy D to the vet for a little checkup. That's always fun. How's she doing? Ah, oh, she great, top notch. Yeah, got a heart murmur. Got a little heart murmur. Oh, cat's got a little heart murmur. What does that mean for a cat? I what? think everybody's got a heart murmur. Yeah, I think that's just shit they tell you to make you feel like the doctor did their job. Like, wow, you have a heart murmur. What does that mean? Nothing. But we detected a thing. So it means <laughs> pay up. Either everybody has heart murmurs or some of these machines aren't calibrated the right way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the big that was the big uh the big news here, man. We, yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to that uh, Portland show. So was anybody watching and listening? Uh there there was about uh it was hard to tell. I mean, not, not excluding the the staff working at the venue and the people at the merch booth and everything. There's maybe about fifteen people in there Saturday, and it's. I mean, it's a large venue. <laughs> yeah, what what venue was it? I was at Roseland Ballroom last night and the okay. night before, and in a place called the Showbox in Seattle on Friday. And if people were there, I just wish I had a better set on Friday on Friday because I'm like, I'm doing yeah. jokes. And I've realized like, oh, it's an all ages show. And I'm trying to do a joke about GERD. And I'm just talking to a 17 year old kid. I'm like, oh, this is not going to track. <laughs> and I sat across the street, like trying to look over my notes, like, oh, this will work. And, you know, you know, when you have sets, you're like, no, I'm going to get them, man. I'm really going to get them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I just I didn't get them the way I wanted to. It was fine. The set was fine. But. I was making some joke, and like this, the, yeah, the kid in the front rows, like, yeah, sex is cool. Like, said it sarcastically, and I'm like, what? I mean, it is. Wait, what? <laughs> you're, 
You're over six. I would. I. 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 I guess. But you know what it is. I. I don't want to get mad about it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, a fucking seventeen year old at a punk show should be a smart ass. Yeah. I'm the one. If I'm not trying to understand why, I'm the old man. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, but really, you don't. I it is cool, but maybe the kids the kids don't drink anymore. Like drinking's not a cool thing. Like in way, maybe they finally looked at this generation that fucked up everything for them. They're like, let's not do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, like, what did you guys do? You got wasted and went to four different colleges, and now you're two hundred thousand dollars in debt for the rest of your life. Yeah, we're not going to do any of that. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. smart, good on you. I get that. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't even get that mad at it. Uh, what's happening with yourself, Dave? How's your life, buddy? Man, things could not be any better. Knock on things wood. Good. You knock on wood with me, yeah. Dave. Knock, knock on wood. We're knocking on wood right now. Uh, big news. Big news in Los Angeles, Kyle. Really? Um, there's a Cracker Barrel in Los Angeles now. <laughs> My dreams have come true. <laughs> my, my letters have been answered. <laughs> it was, I was a comic. I was working with He's like, I've never seen a more appropriately named restaurant than the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <clears throat> Where is this Cracker Barrel? I want, let me guess. Is it in the city? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It really? Yeah. It's in, uh, it's in a part of town that you wouldn't think it would be in. Inglewood. It's in Koreatown. But here's the thing. It's not open for dine in. It's 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 uh carry out and delivery only. That's disgusting. And it's a, it's a it's a limited menu. I talked to I called him on the phone just to confirm all Is this. it there? Have you just been emailing Cracker Barrel headquarters? <laughs> Have you been emailing the big barrel about like listen guys, you got a dedicate you've been inflating your own numbers like there's a loyal following of the barrel. Oh, you guys call it the dude. barrel. Here in Los Angeles. <laughs> <clears throat> the barrel. Uh, dude, it's, it's so exciting. I ordered uh, ordered some delivery the other day. You got and, uh, Cracker Barrel oh, delivered from Koreatown yeah. to your house? I, I sure did. God, I want, I want this food room temperature, just like Nana used to make. <laughs> oh, man. It's so great. Now, they're only operating on a limited menu right now. But uh, they got all the hits. Oh, they got all the classics. Cracker Barrel's always been a limited menu, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. <laughs> I went with the country fried steak. Oh, of course you did. Uh, solid choice. <laughs> got a little f- fried steak with sawmill gravy. Uh, now, you know, they don't have all the sides that I prefer. They don't have the uh, fried okra or the turnip greens. Uh, mm-hmm. But they do have the hash brown casserole, which I'm a fan of. Okay. So I got some, uh, got some hash brown casserole. Got some uh, green beans. Um, how, oh boy. Then, how, how long this. did that chicken fried steak travel? It was probably, probably 20 minutes, not too far. Like I'm only a few miles from there, you know, as the crow flies, but you know, yeah, LA, well, a few miles time. in LA. Yeah. That's a whole different yeah. I had a dilemma cause I got to fly out. I'm going to be there. Stayed at my sister's. And I'm like, well, the flight I need is leaving out of LAX, but that's going to cost me. A hundred dollars in an Uber and an extra hour and a half to get there. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll just add. Maybe I'll take a three stop flight out of Burbank just to avoid going to LAX. <laughs> yeah, so, any so, ch- but LAX. I'm sorry. So, so chicken fried steak. Which you're not alone. Shane Brendan, who opened for me in Wenatchee, is a Portland guy. He's like, yeah, man. I was, he was in the hotel room. He's like, I just got chicken fried steak delivered, and I was kind of horrified. <laughs> and now here it is, one week Smart later. Fella. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, dude, it's glorious. You can't get almost there's almost no southern food available in Los Angeles. Um and and I've, you know, as I've said before, as we've debated before, I'm not saying Cracker Barrel's the best, but it's uh it's a welcome sight. Why you know? is it not for dine-in? It probably an overhead issue. You know, I don't know if they have the actual um, physical space. They don't have the uh, the 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 diabetes gauntlet isn't set up yet. Yeah, in the front. 
Yeah, they, they got to get some more antiques and stuff to put on the wall for somebody keeps stealing the rocking chairs. Yeah, old shovels. Almost people pickaxes. keep sleeping on the rocking chairs. <laughs> oh no, I see. Okay, oh. this isn't. I wouldn't say that's Koreatown. Maybe I read the address wrong. That's Me- Melrose. Uh, Melrose in Vermont is that? No, Melrose in Western. Oh no, that's yeah, that's not too far. That's not too far from Koreatown. Yeah, that's a little north of Koreatown. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Koreatown ends at what third or something? Something like that. It's right by. Olympic it's right by Little third. Bangladesh. Yeah, God, I love Little that. Bangladesh. Love the neighborhood. One of my favorite hot spots. <laughs> you guys want to go out? You guys want to hit Little Bangladesh tonight? That's usually where you can find me. Get wild. <laughs> little bangers? You want to go to Little Bangers tonight? <laughs> Hanging out at Little Deshies. Little bangers. Mm. Yeah, it's all kind of little, little Tokyo here. There's a uh, little Armenia, a little Bangladesh, a like little Ethiopia. A geographic rappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, it's a little, little Bangladesh on the mic. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, happy so for that's you. That's exciting. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, I can. Uh, I'm also in the delivery zone of Blood Sows Barbecue, which uh, you, formerly my number one barbecue in Los Angeles. Uh, they've since been dethroned by Moosecraft. Because uh, I like that still Blood a Sows. solid, still solid, still nothing wrong with Blood Sows. So I can. Mm-hmm. I'm in their delivery spot. Oh, and I got one more uh, food bit of news that happened this week. Uh, talked to you last week about how we went to Connie and Ted's. Sure, got sure. Crazy on the shellfish. Yeah. Um, went. Went back a couple of days later. Had to had to go back, dude. And I think I texted you about this. But you did. I, I just want to make it public. Uh, <laughs> they they have a Nashville hot fish sandwich. <clears throat> Not Nash- Nashville hot chicken. Same concept, but with fish. Oh boy, it's a game changer. Do I love some hot fish? Yeah, it's oh. a game changer for me. Oh, it's it's a special thing. And it, and I it's love good. The, it's it's amazing. Really, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's Connie and Ted's. Everything oh, they do yeah. is good. But uh, yeah, it comes on a real nice bun, big, big, uh, oversized fried fish patty done up Nashville hot style. Oh boy! So it's like little, I'm, little I'm home- assuming it's like breaded or fried. Yeah, breaded and fried, and then, and then the uh, tossed in a in a hot sauce, like a Nashville hot sauce, and then also uh, a dry rub to finish it off. And oh, homemade pickles, little slaw, nice bun. Get out of town. Get out of town. I'm Fantastic. A, I'm excited for this. This I was excited for you. I was like, oh, you know who's going to love this? I, like, I can't <laughs> think of a more decadent and delicious uh, pescatarian meal or sandwich. Like, you know, I, I'm sure there's some dope ones out there, some vegetarian, pescatarian meals. But, like, in terms of, like, oh, this doesn't feel like I'm – you know, following any sort of diet like this, this doesn't feel like a, a sacrifice. Like I don't know how you can do better than a, a good Nashville hot fish sandwich. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'll be there in a little bit, and I'm excited to have it, buddy. Oh, Got to do it, buddy. Go. Got to do it. We have a boogie monster powwow. <laughs> oh, and I got some. Uh, I got an update for you on something we talked about a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, uh, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, Somebody, a listener. Uh, Named John, just simply named John. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here, I'll just I'll just read the uh, the message. Uh, hey, Dave, big fan of the Bogey Monster podcast. Actually, have a medical explanation for your bidet question that appeared on today's episodes a few weeks old. Uh, you are correct <laughs> that your excessive salivation is directly related to what was going on with the bidet. Your rectum is connected. I don't know how he knows about my rectum. Uh, your rectum is connected to something called the vagus nerve. All right. Uh, the vagus nerve, which goes all the way down from your brain and connects to a variety of things, including your heart, lungs, digestive system, and yes, your rectum. The vagus nerve is part of something called the parasympathetic nervous system, which controls something medicine refers to as the rest and digest systems. It's the opposite from your flight or fight system. Uh, because salivating is part of digestion, and basically by overstimulating your vagus nerve through your rectum, you tricked your body into thinking you were about to eat something. Keep up the good work on the podcast, John. Wow. Yeah, I, I knew it was too good of a coincidence. I was like, these you have tr- got to be connected. That's tricking your body into thinking you're going to eat something is when you, you, you mm-hmm. tickle your brown? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it... Uh, 
Yeah, the, the parasympathetic nervous system controls something uh, referred to as the rest and digest system. It's the opposite of flight or fight because mm-hmm. salivating is part of digestion and basically by overstimulating your vagus nerve through your rectum. <laughs> Straight up, you, you rang your dinner bell with it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, rang your own dinner bell. Damn, how about it? Uh, <clears throat> yes, I did. <laughs> you, done, you done rang your own dinner bell. Thank you, John. It's good. I normally don't like to talk about my rectum to strangers, but uh, in this context, it was very helpful. <laughs> rectum damn near killed him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I knew something was up there, Kyle. Uh, well, I know something's up there. There's a lot of stuff up there. I didn't know that there was an answer. Is what I didn't think you were going to find if there was an answer. So, how about it? That's one of them educating boogie monsters. That's right. I feel better because I just thought, oh, this is just this is too convenient. Something's going on. I like it. Now I that like that the- when people are listening and are smart. Because I don't mm-hmm. expect them to be. <laughs> no, offe- no, to offense, no offense. No yeah. offense. <laughs> but when somebody's <laughs> like, actually, I know the science behind that. You're like, really? And you somehow stumble across us, but you know science. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, man. So things are falling into place. Appreciate it. Appreciate all our listeners, but especially ones that can actually, instead of just being like, these guys are fucking idiots, come in and go, there's a little science for you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man! Hey, I wanted to talk about uh, something that I know nothing about that well, I'm trying to educate myself. Here we go now. with the regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, let's talk about something I have no fucking idea. What's that, Dave? Um, I want to talk about the metaverse. You've been hearing about the met. You've been hearing about this metaverse. I, you cut me off. There were so many jokes to jump in on there, and I was like, ah, I kind of want to be mean to Dave. He's in a good mood. <laughs> ah, you go ahead, buddy. No, nah, I'm here for you. That's all right. I, I didn't have anything. I'm not sharp today. Throw them bones. Let's talk. Let's talk about the the metaverse. Fucking metaverse, dude. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like this Fucking is like metaverse, dude. If I just overheard like, that at a bar, it's like just somebody, just some downtrodden God fucking damn. trucker, like goddamn metaverse, dude. <laughs> fucking, if it's not one thing, it's the it's the metaverse. Uh, then. Uh, the one place I thought I was safe. And got goddamn alimony payments. Goddamn carols up my ass about there. Now I got the goddamn metaverse to worry about, dude. Ain't <laughs> got enough. No problems. <laughs> Why'd oh, you ask my D in the metaverse, man? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like right now I'm talking about the metaverse the way I did the uh, internet back uh, in the mid-90s. I think I've talked about this story. Like I didn't know what the uh, the internet was my entire high school career. Had no, never did no idea. Dude, do you we were, were probably the last generation <clears throat> that didn't have the internet in high I school. I think, yeah, we straddled it. Do you remember having it explained to you? No, I had to find it out for myself. I I tell you that dumb story. I bought a a Rage Against the Machine CD back in 96, their second album, Evil Empire. I was a big fan back in the day. And I used to always love to open the liner notes and read all the the thank yous and blah, 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 and where it was recorded and all that shit. At the very bottom, it said, visit us on the World Wide Web at www.rageagainstmachine.com. And uh, me and my friend were like, what the fuck is that? What dot com? What? Mm-hmm. Huh? And uh, finally, we figured out that it had something to do with a computer. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we, we typed it into our computer. And then I was explaining to my other friend, I was like, yeah, it's just like this 
I didn't even know the word website. I was just like, yeah, it's just like these screens with like different pictures of the band and like their tour <laughs> schedule and stuff. Dude, it's pretty neat. That's, but that was the first website I ever went to. <laughs> the Rage Against the Machine is you went to mm-hmm. a machine. To yeah. Find out. I never, that's one of the quickest ways I ever lost money. And I've been to casinos, Dave. Mm-hmm. But one of the quickest ways I lost money was around this, was in 1995. Signing up for classes at College of DuPage, and so he's like, "Oh yeah, this class you could just do it from home on the computer. It's an online class." I'm like, "Well, I'll fucking do that." And then I paid for a CD-ROM that stayed in the plastic for the rest of the semester. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what this shit is. <laughs> never, never figured it out. Didn't care to figure it yeah. out. Didn't. Never made it. You didn't even. Would you get an F on that class? I don't incomplete. What I just it was community college. I think it was out like two hundred fifty bucks or something. Like whatever. Man, man, I I skipped an entire class for an entire semester one time. I I went to uh went to Floyd College, uh their their remote campus in Ackworth, Georgia. It wasn't even it was uh <laughs> God it was a technical school where you could take college classes. North Metro Tech. And uh, some class, I went to like the first one of the semester. And I was like, "This sucks. I don't like this." Mm-hmm. And uh, but I didn't change. I didn't <clears throat> drop the class or anything. I just it's like I'm not going to go to that one at all. I'm going to pay for it, and I was paying for it. I think I had like a partial. Uh, Georgia used to have some scholarship, the the Hope Fund or the Hope Scholarship or something so tied to the uh, state lottery. <laughs> got in, free in state tuition, but oh yeah, well anyway. yeah, no, all the usually I think. I think almost all the lotteries, the reason they have lotteries because it funds the schools. Yeah, that's how it was sold to Georgia, you know, a very conservative state, you know, back in the 90s. Like, yeah. yeah, it'll pay for everybody's school. And then everybody's like, okay. I think it worked out. But, yeah. What did but you- yeah, I just skipped an entire – I was just like – I just never never went to that class. I Like, it was still part of, like, my weekly schedule or whatever. But, like, eh, I'm just going to go to the mall. I'd just go to the food court. Down the street, just, <laughs> not even going to try. Just nah, I'm just going to take it. I got to study this one. hot dog on a stick. <laughs> but yeah, on a, oh, on that a was major the worst. Hot like, Sam soft pretzels. Being in college and just knowing that, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to graduate. I'm not going to use any of this. What am I doing? Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, I fucked about off. A year there. Yeah, I did that. Well, I, I loved community college. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do remember. It was honestly, it was another comedian. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Matt Andrews, R.I.P. Matt Andrews, my buddy, one of my first buddies in stand-up. He's the one who got like told me what an email address was. So I was like, how do we book? Uh-huh. Call? Like people just call my house and leave messages with my mom <laughs> for stand-up shows. Yeah. Yeah, like this so and so called and so and so called. Like hell yeah, man, booking these gigs. <laughs> and my friends like, you need a, an email address. I'm like, well, I don't. I'm gonna get a PO box. He's like, no, it's email. I'm like, mail. What is it? And he's like, you go choose one of these. So it's still it's still a Yahoo account that I use to this day. <laughs> like Yahoo Hotmail. AOL, I'm like, okay. I remember getting the, C- uh-huh. the CDs in the mail. Like, here's your yep. 50 free minutes of trying to look at tits before your parents came home. Yeah. And now here we are at the metaverse, Dave. Now we, live, metaverse, in the com- now we live in the computer more than we do out in the regular world. Yeah, evidently. And it's uh, only going to increase our time in the metaverse, apparently. Um Per this website, uh, outrealxr.com, what is the metaverse? The metaverse is a common space in the virtual world where individuals can interact with each other in real time to socialize, play, entertain, work, or even play sports. Okay. Uh, They say, think of the metaverse as the next stage of the Internet. And in the same manner that you see... Uh, in the same manner that you use internet to access different websites, the metaverse can be used to enter different meta worlds within it. Uh, various metaverses will exist for different industries where inter... Oh, boy, I can't read that word. In, oh, interoperability. I've never seen that word before. Interoperability <laughs> and movement will be done freely. 
I'm sorry, Dave. I'm just delighted. Never seen that one before. I'm just delighted by your entire presence today. Yeah. They got, you, they got a Cracker Barrel in L.A. I'm so happy. Goddamn metaverse, dude. I never saw that word before. <laughs> Fucking, you're killing me, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's... It's an adventure for me as well. You're just like a brand new dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at that. Trying to, try to figure it all out. <laughs> what do you call that? Orange, Dave. We call that the color orange. Well, I'll be oh, dipped in how shit. About that? <laughs> now that's different than green. <laughs> huh. Okay, I got it. I thought I liked green. <laughs> You're yeah. showing me orange? Get, shit. Go shit in your shoes, man. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't. I don't want to be mean. I just. It's no. you're, you're just. Oh, you're killing Fling me, them, buddy. <laughs> Fling them. I'm fine. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, explain to the metaverse. <laughs> anyway, Dave. So glad you got chicken fried steak delivered to your home. Now, would you explain the metaverse to the listeners? <laughs> Oh, I, I never oh, saw man, that word give before. Me a, <laughs> give me a laughter headache. Oh. The, the, just the combo. You like? Ah, I went to college. I just didn't go. I just went to the food court. Ah, I never saw that word before. <laughs> no shit, Dave. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Where? Oh, we're having a time. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, that's the metaverse, according to this website I just looked up. Uh, now, let's talk about uh, VR versus AR. Okay. Let's talk about uh, virtual reality as opposed to augmented reality. Both uh, are going to play a part in the goddamn metaverse. All right. Uh, virtual reality, as you can deduce it's um all, basically alternate universe that you access through mm-hmm. some sort of virtual reality or uh right now they got the the goggles the glasses i'm sure there'll be helmets and stuff if there's not already uh but yeah you know virtual reality we all know what that is but augmented reality um is where you bring virtual elements into the physical world a great example being the uh, pokemon craze uh not is mm-hmm. that the right the I know the Pokemons were the cards, but the, remember a couple of years ago, everybody was Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go. When yeah. uh, people were hunting the different Pokemons, and you're, you know, it's really right there on your street corner, but you can only see it, you know, through the the VR goggles or the the app or whatever. But uh, so anyway, virtual reality, obviously, uh, kind of the foundation of the metaverse, but uh, augmented reality going to be a big part of it as well, and. I st- I mean I guess I understand it as an overall concept but I I still I know I sound like an old man I just I don't understand the uh functionality or the practicality of it mm. like well you can you can go to other places instantly but like mm-hmm. maybe I don't have a point of reference cuz I've never done uh I've never used virtual reality I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think I've ever. I mean, it's interesting. You've done it, right? It's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I've dicked around with it. It's interesting. Um, you know, I could see that. Uh, I think people are just. I think it's betting on the fact that you're gonna, you know, create a world that's not this. <clears throat> and this is all just you know pulling it out of our ass. But like, all right, I'm gonna go to all the way to the city to see a movie. And, you know, drive my car, pay to park, or I'll, or I'll stay. I, I don't know if I'm right at all, but mm-hmm. maybe the world sucks for so many people out there that in this metaverse, I can have any of the stuff that I want to have. Mm-hmm. I got a dumb apartment in reality, but I put on my goggles and everything. I'm in my mansion. I got my, and not even to be crass about it, but I, I, somewhere I read, like, it's like, yeah, once the VR thing takes hold, you can just become, you'll become the Matrix batteries, you know? You will just get pumped with your, you get your, you can get your food pumped into your arm, you get your nourishment there, mm-hmm. you can have, you know, have your sex robot attached to your dick with virtual reality and click on whoever you want to bang with your 
virtual puss. You know, you're going to have any food you want to have because you'll have your sensors that it'll trick your sensors into thinking whatever bug mush protein tastes like your favorite barbecue. Because what is it? I mean, it's not great out there for a lot of people. Yeah, I guess my concern or, or question is like. I don't think it's good, by the way, for the record. I don't think it's good. I'm just trying to understand it. Yeah. I I don't even know how to articulate what I'm trying to say, but just it seems to me that well first of all, how's that different than like a video game right now? It's like it's not the first person point of view, you know, you can go anywhere, do whatever you want. Like I to me it just feels like if and again, uh, maybe the problem is I haven't, I don't have much experience with VR. But mm. it just, I feel like if I were to do it, I'd be like, yeah, I, this is okay. This is neat what y'all have done, but I, I just know this is not real. I mean, obviously, I know this isn't real, but like because of that, I, it just seems like it would hamper my enjoyment of it. Of like, I don't know. But it's where you get to be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know. This realm isn't working out for you. But here you get to create it. You get to choose it, choose how you look, choose where you go. I mean, I do think that there's – I mean, look at the, the Sims. You bring up video games. Shit, I play video like open world video games, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I've been doing this for five hours. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Running around, stealing cars, doing all that. Now, of course, you can't do that in real life. Mm-hmm. But I mean, think about how okay. excited people got, you know, about Grand Theft Auto, like how it's just, yeah, the it's just craziness. Aspect. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, I get that. Yeah, but I'm this doing things I can't do in real life. But that, I mean, I I remember seeing people but brought up that, that they were like, oh, women were automatically getting sexually harassed in the metaverse because it's not real life, but so it's just dudes in the metaverse going up and groping people's avatars and shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be like, hmm. yeah, how is it, is it going to be this lawless land? Which, if it is, then I, I don't, I'm not attracted to the idea of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm wondering how it's going to work. That's why people were joking about, like, a Nike sold digital sneakers and stuff. And I think it pertains mm-hmm. to, like, yeah, look at how much money I have in this other world. Mm-hmm. Or I guess in the real world, you get to pay for it to have it in the metaverse. I don't know. Well, that's the other thing I was about to talk about. Uh, people are buying and selling uh, real estate in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I don't know why, I just can't wrap my ha- head around this concept because, okay, so <clears throat> what? Now I can, I bought a condo in the metaverse, so I can VR my way into my new condo and just stand around? Sit on my virtual furniture? Uh, <clears throat> this is a basic, uh, this is just Wikipedia saying here, in 2022, Keza McDonald of The Guardian criticized the utopianism of technology companies who claim that the metaverse could be a reprieve from worker exploitation, prejudice, and discrimination. Uh I guess that's what people think it's going to be. I already don't think that's real. McDonald stated that they would be more positive towards metaverse development if it was not dominated by companies and disaster capitalists trying to figure out a way to make more money as the real world's resources are dwindling. Yeah, okay, there you go. The real world is for shit. And instead of trying to save that, we're just going to go into this fake play. I guess there's this whole game called Second Life. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's basically, like, I think that's kind of what started this. I'm going to look that up real quick to learn about it. Um, but it's, you know, did you ever play Sims or anything like that? No. I remember what it was, but I I was never. The last video game mm. I played on a regular basis was uh, Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> the original. Uh, yeah. I'm, well, okay. So, well, yeah. Second Life is just what it says. It allows people to create an avatar for themselves and have a second life in an online virtual world. Mm-hmm. You know what? You think about 
you just get to create the life that you don't get to have here. I could see that maybe that's what's attractive about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like contradicting my own point of view, but like, I was like, well, it just doesn't seem real, as opposed to what? Like the other day, I just woke up and I watched Netflix for a few hours. Yeah. And then I went back and took a nap. (laughs) You know, it's like, it just, it's not fulfilling. It's not the real world, but as opposed to, yeah. And that's, that's a pretty common thing that I just described, but like. You think about how many people retreat into listening to music, playing video games, reading books, mm -hmm. watching movie, you know, I do feel like we are not, like we might not get it, but this is a massive like that's what I think that's what people are banking on. Like this is the future. Yeah. Eventually the air is going to be unbreathable. Food is going to be scarce and it's going to be some alternative proteins like the bug mush or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all going <clears> to, <throat> you know, like when it's cold out, everything, all the entertainment gets moved to indoors. Well, now it's cold in a humanitarian way and everything's moving to the metaverse, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dave, let me ask you this. Yeah. Cracker Barrel opens a store in the metaverse. Uh-huh. And in this... Well, see, that that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Like, I can't, in the metaverse, yeah, I'm sure I could go into a virtual reality Cracker Barrel and sit down, but like I'm not going to be able to taste the chicken fried steak. Honestly, if, smell if it, Cracker Barrel I? is the one restaurant that's ahead of everybody else as far as the metaverse goes, I will stop shit talking that place entirely. <laughs> if they are the ones that are the most forward thinking, like I want to sit on a virtual rocking chair in front of Cracker Barrel and look at the highway. Oh man, that's yeah. I yeah. I don't know about the eating thing. I think, I think it's. It's more like interacting, and I, I don't know enough about it, but I guess. Well, and even everybody's got an avatar. That's part of it, right? You kind of create mm-hmm. whatever identity and avatar you want. But then they're like, and then you can interact with your friends. But, like, if we're both in a VR world together, but we're, you know, I'm still not sitting across the table from my buddy Kyle, I'm in this video game, and there's his avatar. You know what I'm saying? It's not really you. Even if the avatar looked like you, maybe that would help me. I don't know. But, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, you can interact with friends. But, like, yeah, but that's my friend's avatar. But that's, I mean, what are we doing right now? Sitting and talking on the phone. What if instead of talking on the phone, we're like, hey, let's go meet at this place, and let's Mm – Walk around this odd sculpture somebody created in Second Life to wander around. Little video game Dave and video game Kyle are just cruising through the mall together, hanging out. I guess so, but instead of the mall, think about different times, like like different times of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, forget the mall. Maybe you wanted to walk around ancient Rome. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you want to go walk around ancient Rome today? That's what excited me about VR. Yeah. Is being able to just the like travel and learn about things that somebody went with an actual camera, maybe inside the pyramids, and now you can with VR look okay. look around but and explore. I was about to ask, like, how is if we want to go to ancient Rome in the metaverse? Did someone create ancient Rome or recreate it? Rather, I thought I was thinking more along the lines of. Um, I, you know, you know, you go on like a Zillow or something. You're shopping for a house, and you can kind of look mm-hmm. around in a 360 view. Yeah, when you're okay. inside, something more like that. Like I don't want to be. It's not ancient Rome, but I want to see a place that I probably won't be able to get to travel to in my lifetime. Uh huh. But now, because somebody went with the camera equipment to record it, you know, I'm like I'm a sucker for the stupid thing at the gym. That lets you be on a, oh, here's a hiking path in Germany, even though I'm just on a stationary bike. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Like, oh, here's Machu Picchu. Mm -hmm. Did you want to go there today? Yeah, yeah. You know, I would like. I think that would be cool. But that's not, I don't think you can interact outside of just looking at things. Mm -hmm. And that's actual video of the actual place. This is digitally created. 
realms. Well, okay, going back to your like lawlessness concept of it, like mm. that's a good question. Like, are there, if not laws, are there any repercussions to negative behavior? In the metaverse. I think that's kind of the ethics issue that, you know, yeah, how do you police? I mean, it's probably just like behaviors on other social media where people report Uh you. Yeah. For harassment or whatever. And I don't know how you're identified when you see somebody. But even think, okay, so Zoom comedy shows were a drag. Yeah. But... Now, say you're in a metaverse and you do feel like you're standing on an actual stage and there's 300 avatars out there. And you hear them uh-huh. laughing in real time, but it, it, it's a novel idea, mm-hmm. but it's a better replacement than just staring at a Zoom screen to do comedy. True. And now okay. you do these shows. People can come from wherever and feel like they're participating. And, and they're outside of themselves. You have an avatar. It's not you feeling self-conscious being somewhere. And it's one of the, I think it's one of those things that the people that are into it are very into it, and there's a lot more of them than we realize because mm-hmm. we're just old dudes Yeah, that still go outside and do stuff, you know? And, mm-hmm. But this is, I mean, this is the most I've talked about. This is a very interesting... Mm-hmm. Here, just from the Wikipedia, religious organizations have also begun to open up virtual meeting places within Second Life. Uh, Christian church opens. You can go to church. You can find these people together and go to a church in in Second Life. So, Going back to our analogy with the internet, like, yeah, try to explain what a website is to someone. In 1994, 1995. (laughs) That is what we're trying to do to each other right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah. So in 20 years from now, I'm sure people might look look back Mm -hmm. on this ridiculous episode and and think, oh, man, what a couple idiots. But, like, it's exciting in that, like, we're kind of at the ground level of this thing. Yeah. Like, to see where it's going to go from here and, and how commonplace it probably will be in just a matter of a few years. Well, and the Wikipedia also says Second Life can be a real-time immersive social space for people, including those with physical or mental disabilities that impair their first lives. Mm-hmm. So who often find comfort and security interacting through anonymous avatars. Yeah. I can see that being a good thing. It's like, <clears throat> if everybody's catfishing each other, nobody's catfishing each other. Yeah. You know? Like, you're agreeing to catfish by being like, no, this is an avatar. It's not really me. This is my fake person. Well, and the other thing about the avatars I was reading in this article, they're just talking about how if everybody in the metaverse is using an avatar, it's going to uh, rid the metaverse or the meta world of uh, prejudices against you know race and sex and age and mm-hmm. what have you because you don't really know who you're dealing with. You're just basing it off of their avatar. And uh, yeah. get, getting rid of all that bias and stuff you know, could definitely be a, a positive in terms of you know the work world and social other social connections social aspects in terms of i'm just dealing with a cartoon avatar i don't you know i'm not going to have any real world bias against this person because i can't really tell who they are yeah that's i mean I, that's yeah that's interesting you don't know if anybody's you know like they're saying the physical disabilities or mental disabilities if you can <clears throat> do the job then you keep the job. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Interesting. This is a, I wonder if we need to start being in second life, Dave. What would you do? What would you do in second life? What would you, uh, what do you, what would your, uh, like, what would you like live? You could live in a cracker barrel in second life. Yeah, you could, li- you could live in a cracker barrel in say in space. That'd be pretty cool. That's what I'm saying. So now, 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 I'm, now I'm on the Second Life website, <laughs> and I'm looking at all the possibilities. But that's now, if everybody's just hot, if everybody's just a, <laughs> like a, a big-titted alien, 
<laughs> you know, then what? Yeah. Join for free. I might have to. It devalues it. Fuck around. Man, this shit's expensive. All right, so there's a marketplace you can buy animals. What kind of animals huh. can you buy? Uh, f- you could buy a puffer fish for a buck. I don't know if, if, that, I don't know if that's. A- you could buy a dolphin for a dollar. I don't know if it's, I don't know where you keep the dolphin. I mean, it's if it's the second life, maybe the dolphin can just live on land. Mm-hmm. This is wild, man. Do you think is the metaverse conditioning us for the possible reality that uh, this is all a simulation? Is it here to soften that blow, to ease us into that? Okay. So, basically, we're in a simulation, and then we're going to be in charge of a different simulation. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we're already in somebody else's metaverse. Is that what's going on? Somebody finally was like, they need a Cracker Barrel in L.A. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're the only one that's excited about it. And they're like, oh, I didn't, this was not money well spent to put a Cracker Barrel in L.A., but it made you happy. Uh-huh. And then you're going to make a town of just Cracker Barrel. You're just going to make Cracker Barrel country <laughs> in, your, in your metaverse. <laughs> and everybody just has a different take on chicken fried steak. Hmm. You put any other kind of gravy on chicken fried steak? Uh, white gravy is the way to go, in my opinion. Now, there's chicken fried steak, there's chicken fried chicken. Both of those are, uh, you know, usually have white gravy. Now, country fried steak, which is often confused with chicken fried steak, country fried steak is more of a um, kind of a pot roasty thing with with a brown gravy. Is it fried though? If it's pot roast, it pot roast be, wet. Y- yeah, it, it can be, but um, there's a lot of different ways to make it. But basically, I think old school country fried steak is not necessarily f- battered and fried or breaded and fried. It's more of a uh, crock pot type thing with cube steak and uh, mushrooms and onions and brown gravy and that kind of thing. But yeah, the, the chicken fried steak or the uh, chicken fried chicken is, is the classic uh, battered and fried and then with the white gravy. Oh, man, speaking of which, they got these new apps at Cracker Barrel. Very nice. Cracker Barrel never been known Appetizers, not applications. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they got uh, loaded hash brown casserole tots. Wait. It's the well, classic right. hash, loaded hash brown casserole tots. Te- they got this hash brown casserole that's great. Well, that's what but tots are, just hash browns booger rolled into a little thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, these are like little little hash brown casserole nuggets. Little uh, crispy bite-sized tater tots loaded with bacon and melted Colby cheese. Oh boy, those are those are a lot of fun. <laughs> There's no way we can stay on topic about the metaphors. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. But I, I, we're just both like, yeah, I guess uh, you can uh, just have a, 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 a sweet, juicy ass and live on the moon. Anyway, I don't know what's going on with this other stuff. Oh my god! On big fat ass and uh, moon and moon browns. I want moon browns. That's just hash browns on the moon. This is moon browns. (laughs) Well, isn't this? In the metaverse, I mean, I feel like we're already there in terms of, uh, or maybe it's the bubble I live in, but it seems like nobody knows how to fucking communicate anymore in person. Okay. Nobody will look you in the eye. Nobody can speak. Just everybody's shuffling around, staring at their phones, mumbling. But I, I'm just like, yeah. What's 50 that? years from now, is anybody going to be able to go out and verbally interact with a human being? Or is it all just this... Is that like de-evolution you, of social skills? Now, some people would look at that as de-evolution, and some people would look at this as like, 
Yeah, what are we doing? Wasting time with, uh, oh, uh, hi, how are you today? Uh, can I order this from you as opposed to I just want to click the button on the picture that I want? I don't look. I don't see it that way, but I'm just trying to argue for the counterpoint of that. Maybe yeah. some people see that as the advancement. I mean, like even just the idea of like ordering food to your house and not like a contactless delivery. Like that was a pandemic thing, but now everybody's going to be like, "Yeah, just leave it there. I don't want to talk yeah. to anybody." You know, and I, I wonder if like pandemic stuff made people more. Well, I, mean, I know they lifted the mask thing here, and it's still. Mm-hmm. A little strange, you know, walk around. Yeah. Yeah, they finally lifted it here. It's weird. You don't have to put one on to go into a store or a restaurant. But, yeah, I think some people would see that as an answer to climate change. Well, great. I don't have to worry about gas prices because I don't have to leave my house. Now, some in some way you're going to have to worry about gas prices because it's going to take gas to get the food to the store to your house, you know. So you will be paying wonder- for it one way or another. Yeah. Just wonder what the long long term effects are going to be on just like, for lack of a better term, the human experience. Like you said it though. What if the simulation? What if we are the long term effects of the previous mm-hmm. incarnation of this? Hmm. What if we're so? Yeah. What if the simulation is that we are so? I mean, I would have chosen something different for my uh, vehicle. <laughs> I think fucking doughy and balding. It's like, hey, 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 simulator, spend a couple bucks. Yeah. How about a few more follicles coming out on the top? Live a little. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe like, what was the what was the ugliest version before that that this is considered? That's true. This is the all the fuckable simulations <laughs> for somebody else's simulator. Jesus, how ugly were we before? That this is the fuckable version. (laughs) But, like, what's one thing, one common thing that people seem to desire? You could boil down the whole human experience to one thing. It's it's connection. You want to feel connected to other people. Mm -hmm. You don't want to feel alone or lonely. You know, you want to connect either on a superficial level or a more spiritual level or, you know, just... We all need that, and I just feel like the metaverse and all this VR is is going to take that away. And I know you could argue, well, like, well, like now I can see friends immediately who live in other parts of the world. But like, like I said before, you, well, you can hang out with their avatar. But the proponents, in a VR context, yeah. the proponents would say that but, that's what's good is that you can be whoever you want and meet friends mm-hmm. based on this avatar you've created as opposed to being self-conscious about who you actually are, you know? But, but what's that look like? Like we're going to go have coffee in a coffee shop in the metaverse and just, yeah, but the coffee shop, the coffee shop could be on the space station. Mm -hmm. Coffee shop could be in uh, caveman times, you know? So here's a, here's a fun thing that you get to do. And this is, I'm, looking at the Second Life website, trying to <clears throat> figure out how much. So, because, you know, there's concerts in it. Hey, this, this concert's happening. This band is going to play in Second Life. And we can go to this concert uh-huh. from our house. And I'll go with whatever big titty alien avatar you chose. And we can all be <laughs> these big titty aliens going to see, you know, Ario Speedway. <laughs> Dude, Ario Speedwagon and Cracker Barrel, they're the ones that move the needle on, on the metaverse. <laughs> I know you wouldn't believe it, but Middle America is really the one. But, okay, say that is the case, Middle America. Like, places that are just fucking boring. Mm-hmm. You're just from somewhere that's fucking boring. Yeah. We both were from places that were, bo- not to speak for yourself, but, you know, we're mm-hmm. both no, from dumb old suburbs, yeah. and you're yeah. from rural Georgia, now, mm-hmm. I can either uproot my life or I can put on my VR headset and be anywhere. I can spend a few bucks on this setup and be anywhere and join people from around the world. And like the same I, things that social media promised early on. And as I'm saying this, it sounds like I'm excited about it. I still see the flaws and I'm terrified of it, but I'm trying to like argue the counterpoint of it. But if you had a friend who, ne- who was agoraphobic, and never left the house, 
and never interacted with friends. And they were like, well, I, I watch movies all day. I'm a movie buff. And watching these great classic movies transports me to wherever I want to be, depending on which movie I queue up. You would go. You would think, "Hey, buddy. I mean, I'm glad you're into movies, but that's not a healthy way to live. You mm-hmm. need to get out and interact with real people, and do some do some other stuff, a variety of things. But maybe people don't see it as unhealthy. I mean, the the, the furry thing seems weird to everybody, but it promised the same mm-hmm. thing. Here's a, here's an entire costume that you can go out and see all these other people that are more comfortable being these other personas than themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what's attractive to it for people. Yeah, you know, maybe, so. maybe maybe we're taking for granted how much we fit in more than we realize. I know what you're saying, but with the amount of fucking depression and anxiety and mental illness that everybody has, mm-hmm. that maybe this is more of a remedy than it is a weird thing. We're just the ones that are new to it, yeah. And it's hard to make sense of it. But somebody, just like the internet, okay. You just, just so there's a twenty year old does not know a world without the internet. It's natural to them. Mm-hmm. And so, if twenty year old, if if this second life thing is natural to them, because I get I make this mistake too, thinking like, well, who's designing this? Mm-hmm. It's not other 45-year-old white dudes. It's a fucking 20-year-old creating these things yeah. for people of their generation to mm-hmm. feel like life isn't horrible. And all the arguments that they have, like, yeah, everything got fucked by the boomers. Uh, you know, inflation is outrageous, but minimum wage stayed the same. You, if you want to go to college, you will never get out of debt. Fuck. It sounds like a great idea to be like, hey, I just want to go to Atlantis with my friends and see a DJ because the actual world is just bills coming into my mailbox and I'm mm-hmm. sad and out of shape, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I got to look more into it. I think this is worth, I think it's worth us revisiting. This is a good one. I feel bad mm-hmm. that I got to go now. I was telling you like, Oh yeah, I kind of got to split and like, we'll make it a short one. Yeah. Now. You got to hard out. Yeah, well, that That's sucks. Fine, so this, but this is an interesting one. This is a, mm-hmm. Dare I say it? Hey, good episode, Dave. Hey, thanks, buddy. We did. <laughs> you sent me this stuff early. Now there's a lot of things I want to read about this. I'm very curious. Shit, maybe five years from now there might be uh we may have a brick-and-mortar boogie monster store <laughs> inside of a metaverse. Maybe you could come Dave, do kick you, it at you the boogie go, monster yeah, bar and grill. You want to go... Meet Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. This might be your chance. That's true. Oh, what if it can replicate the idea? Like you're in your VR shit. Once you, but that's the thing about VR is you can get so lost in it. Yeah. Like it looks hokey from the outside. I love seeing people fall down wearing VR goggles. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things you can watch on the internet. People like just jumping, thinking they have to jump, and they just jump through their own TV. I love it. I love it. A plus comedy. But what if you could just be in the wood? That game, that game, Phasmophobia that I was playing, uh-huh. it's like a haunted house game, but it's not, you're just in a house that looks like a house, like a, a house built in 1978 in a subdivision. Uh-huh. So it really puts you in like, oh, this is like a regular place. And, but does it look real, or does it look like a video game? It looks like a video game, uh-huh. but you're playing it with headphones on, and the sound design is you hear something, you hear a door close in another part of the house. That's already okay. scary. Uh huh. I mean, it looks rough, but it does a good job, regardless of it looking somewhat like a video game. It does a good job of you bringing you into that world. Now, imagine mm-hmm. you could do that, but with a forest and Bigfoot. You know, you're not really seeing Bigfoot. But what a great submersive experience to have if you already like Bigfoot. Yeah, I think that problem, the problem I have, though, is I, I couldn't get past the fact that, like, I know this isn't really Bigfoot. Yeah, but, so, why, right, but why, why are like you cool watching, why watch a movie then? That's true. That's true. You know it's not, but boy, what if I was in this movie? That's kind of like what it is. 
This yeah. Is good, this is a good one. We might have to mess around with this, Dave. Yeah. We might have to get some Second Life accounts. <laughs> oh, I got I got to bust out of here, buddy. I feel bad. I feel bad. I got to leave get early. It. Get out of here, buddy. This, I'll, uh, this you, got, you got any shows to plug? Where are you going to be this week? Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia. Seattle, Washington. Vancouver at the Vogue. Seattle at the Neptune. Two shows. And Sunday at the Knitting Factory in Spokane, Washington is where I will be this weekend. There you go. Hell yeah, buddy. What about you? Uh, April, I'll be in Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, Hilliard, Ohio, and Cincinnati, Ohio. What if you could do all these shows from the comfort of your own home, Dave? Mm-hmm. You can go to a virtual Hertz rent a car. Mm-hmm. You can get your <laughs> flight. You can get your flight delayed virtually. Virtually delayed by Delta. <laughs> Check into a virtual two star hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's oh, super good one, buddy. All right, buddy, you get out of here. Uh, be safe. Keep it between the ditches. We'll talk to you next week. TBC to be continued. That's my DMFers. The Boogie Monster. Network.